from the drunken glory. <laughs> Through all air and dust, shack-a-ding-dum. Might want to write that down. It's for your drinker, not your thinker. The gospel entirely come out of the tree of knowledge into the tree of life like little children enter the kingdom. Through all air and dust, shack-a-ding-dum. Mm-hmm. Through your hearts, the roots of David, seven spirits of God, the root system of the tree of life, and through your minds, the bright morning stars, so that your soul mansion, the castle of the Father's dwelling on earth, your souls, can be filled with the bright morning star and no demons. No Egypt, no Sodom where he was crucified. No earthly, unspiritual, demonic things, nothing in this universe, nothing in this creation fill your souls. Because who wants to be dying? Who wants to be damned and dead? I mean, seriously, not me. When we have a choice, actually, to drink the blood of Jesus and get our bellies full of the blood of Jesus and become the titans and the giants of Mount Zion, like David and Goliath. Who was bigger? Now, if you're a meatball, Goliath was the giant. But if you're a morning star, you know it was no contest. Twelve-year-old David was much, much bigger of a man in the Holy Spirit than David was, than Goliath was as a giant of a Nephilim. And that's called faith, and that's called true. And that's called reality when you're in the third heaven and you're not in sorcery or bewitchment or strange fire and dead works and damnation of Satan and his angels' lies. So it's a whole new world. It's shining, shimmering, splendid. And it's a magic carpet ride. Uh -huh, he's a genie in a bottle. You can rub, rub him the right way. <laughs> Aladdin, you know. Mm -hmm. It's true. No witchcraft, no second heaven's magic, just third heaven glory. And you can have as much fun as you want every day. Not a drop of paranoia, not a drop of fear, zero concerns, zero worries. As it's written, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He's the prince of peace. I mean, which prince do you serve? Lucifer or Jesus Christ? Jesus is the prince of peace. So let your hearts and minds be filled with peace. Amen? That's something that's so rare in this world right now. It's shocking, you know. We all call ourselves Christians, about one billion of us on planet Earth, but it's like, where's the peace? It's like you're scared of everything, like sheep without a shepherd, you know? Strike the shepherd and the sheep are scattered. Where's the solid rock of salvation, the rock of ages? You know, that you can build upon spiritually with ever-increasing peace, ever-increasing joy, ever-increasing fruitfulness of the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit written in Galatians. You know, every day we should have more fruit on the tree of life that has grown up in our hearts and minds. Who's stealing your life? What idols are stealing from you? What demons are you serving in your mind? I know you're God's people, but... God's people have been in bondage, y'all. I don't know about you, but I look around Australia, I look around Europe, I look around Africa, I look around Asia, I look around all the Americas, and it's like tremendous, insane levels of bondage.
probably more than ever before because this is Babylon the Great. This is Lucifer's last stand. That's what God the Father calls it. This is Lucifer's last stand. Trust me. It ain't going the way it went in the first coming. Or all the apostles were murdered brutally and crucified and tortured. It ain't going down that way. That was the great awakening of the first century. This is the great awakening of the 21st century. On the third day, I will raise them up. This is the great harvest of the end times. This is the takeover of the holy people, Daniel chapter 7. For a holy, holy people that serve only the Most High God, the third heaven glory. And they don't serve second heaven sorcery. And they don't serve anything in creation. They serve only the Creator in their hearts and minds. Those are the holy people of Daniel chapter 7 that now inherit all the kingdoms of the world. All the same kingdoms that Lucifer showed Jesus Christ when he took him up on a high mountain. That's the mountain on your $1 bill. It's called the universe. And it's been filled with devils and demons and Sodom and Egypt. And that's why he was crucified, because he wants this universe back from Satan, you guys. And guess how he takes back the world from Satan and his angels? Through his brothers and sisters. (laughs) Amen? He's not ashamed to call us his brothers and sisters. That's why we're more than conquerors. And that's why we're ambassadors of the third heaven of the uncreated realm of glory called the throne of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ with the 24 elders and the seraphim and cherubim and behold here is the flashing sword that engrafts your hearts and minds into the tree of life right now so that you can be totally completely blessed and safe and protected from all Satan and his angels now and through your bloodlines and all your families forevermore. I tell you the truth. When the last of us crosses the Red Sea, listen to the word of the Lord. When the last of us crosses the World Sea, <laughs> the Red Sea, World Sea, Holy Spirit. Amen. Man, there's so many things flying around. Whew, you guys got some enemies. Holy Spirit. When the last of us crosses the Red Sea and is sealed on our forehead, Jesus Christ, I tell you the truth, then you will see the absolute destruction of the wicked. But not until every last one of us is sealed, Jesus Christ on our forehead. What does that mean, Jesus Christ on our forehead? That means that we all have the bright morning star as our mind. We all have the same mind. It's the mind of the Holy Spirit. We all have the same exact Holy Spirit. Every single one of us, members in particular of the body of Christ, has the exact same spirit of holiness that raised us exactly the same, every one of us, from the dead. Now, we all come from different regions of Sodom and Egypt, which is the world of the damned and the dead of Satan's kingdom called Babylon the Great. And spiritually, it's the place of Sodom and Egypt. Sodom is all rebellions. Egypt is all religions. And so we all come from different realms of death and hell. Every single one of us, every family, every nation, tribe, and tongue. But when we come into the river of life, now we come and drink. And we all come with animal brains, is one thing you need to understand. Everyone comes full of their counterfeit manifestation. 
full of lives. There's not a single brain here that doesn't come completely maggot-eaten. I mean, no one can say, oh, I came into the river of life, and I was actually, I had it together. You know, I really had it together. I was very smart, and I knew everything, you know. Liar. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Everyone comes to the river with a head full of lives, to put it politely. <laughs> and an animal manifestation of the counterfeit of Satan's plans for your dying lives. So when you start to drink the river of life, BAM! That demonic manifestation of Babylon the Great's fallen creature that you were is gone in 2 Corinthians 5.17 says you're a new creature in Christ. Christ is the river of life. Amen? Christ is the anointing from the throne of God, the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's true. And we have unlimited amounts of the river of life when we believe. If you believe the good report, and you believe the word of the prophets, then you get a prophet's reward. <laughs> if you believe that the river of life is in your heart already, as it is every single person in the world, whether they know it or not in their minds, it's the truth anyhow. He causes his rain to fall upon the just and the unjust alike. It's raining on the righteous and the wicked, the sheep and the goats, the wheat and the tare, the wise and the foolish worldwide. God is no respecter of persons. He's only watching to see the fruitfulness of what will be produced in your hearts and in your souls. That's all the Father looks at. He doesn't even look at the natural realm. God is a spirit, Jesus Christ says in John chapter 6. And those that worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So He's looking for the activity in our heart gardens. Are we full of lust? Are we full of religion? Are we full of wickedness? Are we full of greed, envy, strife, and witchcraft, and wanting to control others for personal gain? I mean, you're just going to die and go to hell. <laughs> so get your heart circumcised by the flashing sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. And then, bam, you have heaven. You know? If you serve demons, you go to hell. That's your God. If you serve greed, you go to hell. If you serve the Most High God, and you're already in hell on earth. You just It's just a magnification of what was already in your hearts your entire time on planet earth. It's not, it shouldn't surprise you. Open your eyes. What's in your heart? That's your eternal destination. Everyone's hearts can be filled with heaven or hell. And sadly, most people are a mixture of both. Because they don't know that you can go all river of life only with not a drop of Sodom or Egypt, with not a drop of lust, with not a drop of pride, because that's what he died for. His blood is a sin-free zone, amen? And that's what we want to be filled with, the flesh and the blood of Jesus, John chapter 6. If you eat my flesh and drink my blood, then you will be full of my life says the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you don't eat His flesh, if you don't drink His blood, well then you just have your human life and you'll just age and die and have and be a nobody. I mean, be an absolute nobody. But in the river of life, you can be somebody. You can fulfill your destiny. Apart from the river of life, nothing will even be remembered. I'm telling you, all Babylonian celebrities, all Babylonian heroes, everything of the human world will fade away 
now rapidly. I mean, it's the last stand of Lucifer in the starlight and the sands and everything of creation that's been out of disorder and rebellion towards the Creator. It's all coming into divine order rapidly. And it's only going to be a few more years before the sons of God rule all creation, all seven mountains, every nation, tribe, and tongue. Gideon's 300 is the government of God, and we're all already here. All 300 of us judges are already here. We've been warring for you for years and years and years while you were sleeping in church, while you were sleeping in rebellion, while you were sleeping in pride, in your animal form in Babylon. We've been in the river just massacring demons, getting misunderstood. Just getting misunderstood. You know, for righteousness sake, persecuted. Glory to God. <laughs> Just building up our martyr glory every day. More and more martyr glory. Showing how little we care about our lives and we just lay it down for everyone even though they don't appreciate it at all. The vast majority. I know there's about 1% of the people that actually appreciate it, but most don't because most love their human life, their animal life in this world. I don't. Being a warlock was horrible. Being a sorcerer of starlight, living in the sands, manipulating through, you know, witchcraft and using starlight and twisting in crooked ways of the words of the demons to get your way with one another. It was horrible. I gave up that whole system at age 18, 18 years ago. I'm 36 now. Righteousness is so infinitely better than wickedness, and I've really tested both of them quite significantly in the amounts. And I'm, I'm really coming into a place of righteousness now that's a totally different level that I didn't ever know about before. It's very exciting. I've now been in righteousness as long as I was in wickedness, 18 years. And let me tell you, there is no cap or limit to the degrees of glory that you can get to in Jesus Christ. Wickedness has degrees of starlight, sorcery, darkness that you can get into. Wickedness is limited to creation, to the stars. Righteousness has no cap. It's absolutely infinite in all directions. I tell you the truth. <laughs> Which means when you actually get in, around and get into righteousness, You'll never have a fear, a worry, a doubt, a concern about anything in the world ever again. I tell you the truth, in the river of life, none of you will ever have problems ever again. And I'm telling you, the river of life is already in your hearts. Agree with me. I'm telling you, it will shift your whole atmosphere. It will shift your whole life and bring you into divine order under the throne of our Heavenly Father which is righteousness, being in right standing upright with God. Amen? Oh, it's the best feeling. That's why I'm continuously intoxicated, because I stay in right standing with my Father in heaven, doing whatever He asks me to do every day, controlled by the river of life, and nothing else in the universe controls me. We have this hope in Christ Jesus as an anchor for our souls to be controlled by the Holy Spirit is absolute ecstasy. That is the joy of the Lord, our strength, being possessed and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Being possessed by only one Spirit. <laughs> Not 12, you know. 
He asked some of these people, we walk in so much glory, they manifest all the time around me everywhere I go for years and years and years. And it's like, what's your name? Baker's Dozen, for we are 13. <laughs> you know, the owl, their head starts spinning. I am too rock. You know, I've had demons speak to me so much. We'll have a thousand years to tell horror stories, but let's just get everyone in the river and get healed first, you know? No one needs to talk about all the stuff we've been through in Egypt and Sodom and hell and death. That's what it is. We call it Egypt and Sodom, and I know that's kind of parabolic and riddle and dark speech. What it actually is is just hell. Egypt is hell, and Sodom is death. Okay? That's all it is. It's the world of hell, Satan and his angels hell, and Satan and his angels death. That's what Sodom and Egypt are. They are real spiritual worlds that are warring for possession of your souls, and there's a battlefield in your mind. And a lot of people just lose because they don't have the full armor of God on, and Satan comes, and we're, he's not playing around. We're not playing around. It's total war in the whole universe. And the, the Christians just get beat up. Beat up. I have seen so many beat up. I've seen so many beat up to death. Horrible deaths. All kinds of rotten, horrible deaths in hell and death in Sodom and Egypt, and it sucks. That's why I go so hard every day, because I want the Christians to win. I want them to live, to have life and life more abundantly, and this is the only way it's possible, the river of life. And there's other people talking about it, but I tell you the truth, no one really talks about it like we do, you know? You gotta be chosen. <laughs> you gotta be ordained of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Bob Jones called it predestined for ordained. The leadership of Joel's army, born in 1981. Okay? I'm telling you, there's no other way. I have seen hundreds come and go saying that they're leaders from God, saying that they're anointed and that their teaching is right. And I mean, I have watched them drop like flies around me for years. Years and years and years and years and years. And it's like, well... You know, and I'm always open because you stay childlike and you always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. You always stay vulnerable. You're always clay in the potter's hands. You never get hardened. You never get critical. You never get accuser of the brethren. So I just listen to everyone. And I've watched hundreds, several hundred come and go because they're fake. Because they haven't been tested in the wilderness. Their hearts aren't the roots of David. Their minds aren't the bright morning star. They're not chosen. They're not anointed. <laughs> And so they drop like flies by the hundreds because they all want to be the leader, and they're not. They're not the leader. I'm telling you the truth. The leader is the roots of David and the bright morning star, and the leader are those that are in the river of life that obey God perfectly, that don't stray, that are consistent through hell and high water, and don't care about their lives, care about your lives. The good shepherd cares about the sheep. He can't be bought with money. He's not in it to impress you. He's not in it for anything to make you strong in the river of life. That's why we're so blunt about this, because there's no people-pleasing here. This is not people-pleasing. This is not church. This is Zion. This is the kingdom. This is the throne of the living God. This is cherubim, seraphim, flashing sword and tree of life, eternity. We don't care about looking good. We don't care about sounding good. None of that matters here. 
What matters here is that you're right in your hearts and you're right in your minds in the river of life and nothing else. You know, that will make you fortified in the high tower of the Lord God Almighty so that you can stand in the day of the Lord. And that's all that matters. I mean, what do you want, a pretty message that can, you know, sound good to your itching ears? I mean, you can go to the false teachers for that because there's one in Gog and Magog in every church building in the entire world. The whole world is filled with people-pleasing. The whole world is filled with hirelings. You know? And there's some good ones out there. Test them. Test the spirits to see if they're from God. Especially the ones that call themselves pastors, you know, small group leaders, house church pastors. Some of these house church pastors are the most demon-possessed of all of them. Because the, the youth are so wise because they, they know it's not in the churches anymore because it's just so lukewarm and there's just no meat there. There's no wine there. There's no bread there. So it's like, well... You know, we're getting really free and we're going to house church. And some of these house church old men and old women are the worst warlocks of them all. And I've seen them completely destroy Joel's army's souls. Young men like me and young women and their whole families just destroyed because of controlling men and women calling themselves leaders that are absolute demon-possessed Christian sorcerers. <laughs> and you, I look at their lives and they're all gasping for money and they're all slaving and it's still so hard and there's no breakthrough. And it's just like, why are you faithful to any flesh? Why do you submit to any man or woman that calls you their leader? Submit to the Holy Spirit of the living God only. Seriously, screw these people to hell. I have watched them destroy so many lives over the years. All these fake Christian leaders. Sure, they have good intentions. They got the whole New Testament memorized, but they are Pharisees. Because there's terrible fruit. Terrible fruit. Destroying families. And they always turn the people against the true anointed Gideon's 300. Every single time. Watch. Ask them about Red Letter Ministries, because we don't care. We're just in the river. We're here to set the whole world free so you only have Heavenly Father as your head covering. So we're the main enemy of all fake Christian leaders in the world. Tell you the truth. You ask them. Show them a video. They will weep and gnash their teeth and do any manipulative thing they can to turn you people against us. Because if you listen to us, you'll destroy all the control systems of religious Egypt in the whole world. And that's, in fact, what we're going to do anyhow. Just probably not with everyone we should have had because they're just ugh, controlled by everything else except the Holy Spirit. Submitted to men and women that aren't from God, that say they are. They're everywhere. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ called them the hirelings, the land tenants, you know. Remember that parable? He gave his farm to these people to do a good job. What did they do? They beat up every servant that came and they said, this is our land, this is our house. And what will happen to these tenants when the master returns? Hmm. Morte. Hmm. Take them and throw them into the lake of fire because they have held back Joel's army, the army of the living God, from their full potential outside the caps of humans. Outside the caps of man's control. 
And that's what Babylon the Great is. Babylon the Great is man's control systems, all of them combined. <laughs> it's everything human in the whole world. And of course, half of it has the appearance of good. But Jesus Christ said, nobody is good except the Father. Why do you call me good? <laughs> Only my Father is good. Because you always give the Spirit glory so they can grow in freedom. Right here in their mind, right in their forehead. So that everyone can get sealed. Amen. That's all we're here to do. Do not harm the trees until the chosen and elect and the saved and the citizens of heavenly Jerusalem are sealed on their forehead, Jesus Christ. Amen. And then we'll harm the trees. Then we'll just tear everything down in the whole world that's not God. I guarantee it. I can see it. I can see it clear as day in the seven eyes of the great white eagle. Once we get everyone who can get gotten out of Gog and Magog, all the systems of human flesh, and this isn't complicated stuff, the Holy Spirit will quicken it to your hearts and minds and just set you free instantly if you want to get set free. That's the only thing is, do you want to leave Egypt? Do you want to leave Sodom? Here is the entire river of life. Dive in, bam, total freedom, instantaneously delivered, healed, saved to the uttermost. Now stay in the river and don't stray from the river and everything in your life will be completely and totally blessed every single day. It's the Holy Spirit. He's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. The living God, our Lord, you know. Just don't stray from obedience to the Lord and everything goes right in your life and He expands your territory horizontally as the river of life increases through your hearts and minds. That's how we conquer territory in the air and in the dust, in the heavens and in the earth every single day as Joel's army for 2,000 years. Amen. <laughs> it's the army of the Lord and every generation has made progress. But this is the capstone generation. It is. The promised land generation, the third day generation, when we finally have third heaven on earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in, not the stars, not the second heaven, that's the created light, in the third heaven of the throne of God the Father and the Lamb and all the glory of the Lamb and all the angels, the two-thirds that love His Word and obey His Word, all of that resting on the surface of the earth, now and forevermore. Amen. Support this ministry. Donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.